Hello listeners. This is Wave with an important announcement. Due to the global pandemic and technological shortcomings the cast of Chaotic Goodness are unable to meet in order to record new episodes. We had every intention of our 100th episode being the conclusion of season 3, but as of now we will have to settle for episode 99 being the end of this season and we will begin season 4 with episode 100. Of course that goes without saying that we have no idea when we will be able to meet at this time, so we cannot tell you when season 4 will go live. If you would like updates please follow us on Twitter at chaotic underscore goodness. I promise you we will keep producing this show and we will come back as soon as we are able. Please, be safe and remember to wash your hands. Welcome to Season 3 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, and I play Flossie Lee. You don't need to space the baby. Here's Steve, and he plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Maybe this isn't a good idea. This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I have killed men for less than that. Here's James. He plays Hentop. I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic fingers, but it's pretty good. And this is Chad. He plays Gideon, Nyko, and Wade. I have, I have fans, like Coral? Let the chaos begin. Okay, so well, this is episode 99 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. It's weird. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Who would have thunk all those years ago that, hey, let's try making a podcast. It would turn into, hey, look at this. We're on 100 episodes. Yeah, I had faith. Because you got to have faith, the faith, the faith. Okay, so uh, let's see. Where did we leave off? So Hental needs his brain probed. I need a good probing. So Hintal's going to get all like sloshed up with rum. and The good rum. The good rum. Oh, yes. And lay in a comfortable bed while Flossie goes to work on his innards. We've established that Gideon has the best Mental shower. Mental pegging? Very lubricated. Yes, Don't Gideon worry. has the best shower. Lubricated. <laughs> Who has the most comfortable bed? I think Hental so, might yeah, have the most comfortable Hental. bed. It is a wood bed frame. It's he's the a, old school mattress. He's a soft doughy boy, so... He probably likes to be comfortable. So where where would Flossie find you? I'd definitely be drinking in my my chair in the room. It's one of those old like red leather ones with the brass buttons that hold the leather to the back. I have a bunch of cool antique shit in my room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So I will um, walking down the hall and knocking on Hental's door with a big old bottle of rum. Are you alerting everybody else as to what is going on? I, I know. Think that. Everyone is aware, but no, I wouldn't make a big show out of it. All right, because if, if you're going to be doing basically psychic surgery on Hental, I think Gideon would be there. I imagine Gideon would be there with Hental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And probably very nervous. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he'd be curious more than that. So, all right. So, Hental, you're drinking in your room while Flossie, while Flossie is heading your way and Gideon's in there is like so you nervous 
Kind of, but you're you know, really, you're really going to let Flossie root around in there. We, we don't have many options. We don't. I mean, there's got to be other psychics in the universe. I will probably implicitly trust them less than her with this one. Really? Just given the situation, it's, she has a better working knowledge of Fentac psychology and probably any other psychic out there. So, Yavol. Hey, I have the rum. Sweet. I have the ice and glasses. That is perfect. I forgot those. Flossie Knox now? I guess it's to be nice. I, I have no idea. That's new to me, too. But, yeah, that's a thing. Must be the Sprisper doll. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken that yet. <laughs> yet. Be the operative word. Yet. So, uh, you let Flossie in? I only have one nice chair. You can have the other one, though. It's... It, decent it's just not leathery like this one do you do you think you'll be more comfortable sitting upright or in your bed uh, how much thrashing around is he going to be doing that's a good oh question. he won't thrash at all you didn't when i was in your mind do what now thrash when around. i was in oh yeah when i was in the coma yeah that's right i was in a coma though there is and that. rum coma blackout know. drunk <laughs> <laughs> sorry working my way there um, <laughs> i'll go get a bucket <laughs> I have not puked in months from drinking, sir. Get two buckets. You have not puked from drinking heavily and getting psychically probed. Yeah. There's, no there's no telling what would happen. Eliza told me a little bit about what happened last night. You know, pegging is some heavy duty stuff. Yeah, I'm fine. It's good. Uh, okay. She enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. You might like it. I don't know. I'm still going to go get a bucket. Okay. Okay. All right. Two buckets. But You're not there. No, he just walks in with, <laughs> with, <Mavis. laughs> with two buckets, actually. <laughs> Two buckets. What? Why do we? What's the second one for? Just in case. What if you start throwing up? Why would I throw? I don't know. Two ends, two buckets. Why are you looking at me like that? He does have an an an, uh, an out end. We should use a bigger bucket for that end because it is a little wide. And we all know Hentol. He's full of shit. Not wrong. See? It's a skill set. Aren't all of you organic life forms full of feces? We need to really update your anatomy and physiology software. Why? That is literally how it works. So anyways, Flossie, are we doing this thing? Slams but it, the drink. But it's not like a power yeah. mechanism. Um, so how are, you, how are you feeling? I mean, is there anything? is there anything you want me to avoid? Or is there a direction you can point me in? Honestly, no, it just keeps coming in flashes. And like, there's no correlation, no commonality to what triggers it. It's just normal one minute and fucking there another. So um, Flossie points to his head and to his chest and says, so which of you should I be probing? The mind is essentially one. So there's not going to be much delineation. They feel different though. Start with me and we'll go from there as Okay, but again, if you could point, <laughs> which means There's no delineate. I can't tell you where it is. There's no, the, there's no delineation here. There's not a split. I understand how it might feel different, and I wish I could help you there. I can't. Okay. There's no split. I'm going to start at the top, and I'm going to work my way down. Sure, how let's go that? with that. That sounds drink like a really good idea. Okay. Hey. I'm saying drink whenever I drink. Hey, can I? <laughs> 
I, I is that hope like, so. Is that like a, a nervous compulsion? Is that yeah, I actually don't drink anything. I just say drink. That's what I've been calling drinking this whole time. Drink. <laughs> hey, pour me a shot, would you? Yeah. Shot or a glass? Yes. Double. Right, Gideon's like, you should you be intoxicated while you do this? Should she not be intoxicated while she does this? Thank you, Hental. We there understand you each it's other. It's not psychic juice. Of course it is. Why not? Is, is it? Yeah, it There's helps be a lot, so, actually. It helps lubricate the process. Well, I'm sorry. It does make a big difference. Oh, okay. I okay. guess I guess you're the expert. Cheers. Would you, would you like a glass, Gideon? No. I no, don't just to hold. Just like a comfort glass to hold. No. <laughs> you can do what I do and just say drink while you're holding one and everyone thinks you're drinking. Comfort glass. Can I have a comfort glass to hold? Sure. Thank you. Do you want some rum in it? Yes, of okay, course. Okay, here you go. <laughs> Eliza says, what the hell is wrong with these people? Gideon's like, I've been asking myself that question for years. <laughs> Have you ever noticed we sound alike? Do we? <laughs> it's uncanny, but you know. How about another glass? Yes, all the... I think we're almost gone with the bottle at this rate, aren't we? <laughs> you know what? You can have the last little bit. Okay. Okay. So is is Flossie lubricated enough now? or I'm good. I'm just waiting for him. I'm there. We're good. Okay. You're like probe ready. So are you still in your chair or have you migrated? Oh, to no, the I'm totally in the chair. Just not even. You're moving. in your chair. Okay. So um, I'll walk behind the chair and um, put my hands on either side of Hental's head and just kind of slowly move my fingers just to relax him because she likes Hental and she doesn't want it to hurt. So, okay. Da. Unlike that other guy. All right. Do you have a massaging skill? A massaging skill? There really should be one. Or a skill related to massaging or Medicine. relaxing somebody. Well, Medicine. Maybe. Medicine. Maybe. Sports legit. therapy. Teaching. I can Yes. <laughs> Teach me what relaxation <laughs> looks like through the use of massage. Dancing? <laughs> no. How about ambidextrous? Yes, because it requires both hands. I'm using both hands. Is ambidextrous a skill or an exploit? It's a skill. Sure, why not? I'm going to use that. I don't care. It's good. not, it is not an important role. Roll whatever the hell you want. Okay. I will roll my entire grade. Just kidding. All right. So that's a 12 for my massage. How relaxing is it? I mean, it's not. Super relaxing. It's not the most relaxing massage you've ever gotten, but Man, she's I give, not. I have better foot rubs than Gideon, but pretty good she's not jabbing her fingernails on the back of your head so i guess well, i sure hope not eliza took care of that last night <laughs> once once i feel that he's you know good and drunk and relaxed i'll start to kind of um you know just sort of tease my way in and try to to sort of gently go in between his thoughts give me your roll i'm touching him <laughs> you can fucking do it Fosse. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so inspirational. I feel so inspired. <laughs> so I got a 21 just to um, gently go past his I'm, I'm thoughts. assuming that beats your mental defense. Uh, I wouldn't be using my mental defense right. well, because there would be no need for it. But even if you were resisting, you wouldn't be able to resist it. Okay, so you you roll high enough to, to do that, and so you're you're going for surface thoughts and going deeper and deeper and deeper. 
Yeah, I'm trying to find um, the surface thoughts that are related to him receiving the message because they tend to kind of go in a chain. So if I can find that one, that should bounce off to the deeper. So you actually witness the event that happened when he is facing off against Crazy Zeke. We'll just say that. (laughs) And he tells him that uh, he can help take the message from him and he gets tapped on the forehead by crazy Zeke and then nothing as far there's no no memory of anything after that so i would travel to the part of his memory where that spot is right there on his forehead where is that spot so you go you go there give me a give me another roll because you are probing deeper 33 so you you go in deeper and this is it's weird. So you get a, a deep memory uh, from Hentaw. Uh, James, tell us like a just like a, a deep seated memory doesn't necessarily have to be related to the host that you're in now, but just something. Give us something, something interesting. It feels old, really old, but. There is uh, a memory of an old man, like as he is an old man, in a prison cell, like in rags, sitting there, um, confused and scared. So he's the inspiration for the song Unforgiven. That old man here is me. So no, that's not that's not it. It it feels like a natural memory in some sense. So you you try again and. Let's see. Steve, give us another interesting memory from Hental's storied past. It's 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 uh pilot training, whatever that looked for him, and it's his first like near miss with something that could have killed him. Like an asteroid or the side of a building. That's probably that was probably his reaction because that was awesome. <laughs> I almost died. Gnarly. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not it either. So you you go deeper and deeper and deeper, deeper down, yeah, into into where in down through the nerves mm-hmm. towards the right. So you're you're just kind of probing and exploring, and then you get a flash of something, something that I mean, the best way to describe it is it feels like it doesn't belong, like it's not. Because you're used to memories, and usually people generate their own memories, uh, but this is uh, like an artificial memory is the best way to describe it. It feels it feels almost plastic. Yeah, it hums differently. It, it mm-hmm. and the first flash image that you get are long dark tentacles in space, and that's how you know this is probably not something that is a memory. Okay. Um. It's very slippery. It's really hard to to grasp once you get that that flash. So I want you to give me another roll. 30. And so you get another flash. It is a and and Hental, we'll just say this. You you are witnessing this as well. Like Flossie's kind of walking you through it. I know you're you're inebriated and stuff, but you are like a spectator at all. Okay, this so as I'm well. watching the Flossie show inside my brain. Yeah, you're basically it's basically you're watching a screen in a way, but you can communicate with Flossie. Super matrixy. I love it. Oh, yes. Hey, you know Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> she she taps something and goes, not anymore. <laughs> All I see is blonde, brunette, red redhead. <laughs> now you can't lift Feeling. your right arm. <laughs> Feeling. Oh, Lord. They have red 
cats. Anyway, uh, so gelatinous cube, <laughs> clowns. <laughs> there's an image of there's this planet, and you see like the the night sky, and there's like you know verdant greens on this hill, and on this hill you see three figures. And they're standing there looking up at the sky expectantly. And for some, you don't get this, Flossie, but for some reason, Hental, you, you know that this is, these are some of the first ones. Okay. Like in, of your species. Right. Like the ones that, um, like your your the species hierarchy, the ones that, uh, for lack of a better term, kind of maybe called the shots at some point. Dragon. Yeah, and you see them. And something about the memory tells you that this is a present memory. A present memory? Yes. Like, this is something that, this is something that was witnessed not that long ago. Okay. And then it. It slips away. Flossie, get that back if you can. So, oh, so I'm imagining like uh, like in Captain Marvel's like, no, 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 go back, go back. Look down, look down. <laughs> yeah. Flossie would reach towards the sound of Hental's voice and reach out for his hand so that he can take her there. They'll go together. So it's not like, once again, this isn't like a, a memory that is his so this is you're just you're really literally just watching like a recording in a sense uh so you're you're going back and all you're getting is just that but because you're you have metaphysical contact with hental you're getting the same knowledge of that as he he is so you know these are three very important people and could these be the ones that need to receive the message? Are they the ones that gave the message? You're not entirely certain. There's really nothing else of this memory that is helpful. Uh, and then that slips away. And then another, you get another flash, another image of this gigantic ship and the colors indicate that it is union space Corps. And it is, it is enormous. I mean, this is like a huge battle cruiser like vessel would flossy recognize it yes it is the copernicus oh wow i want to try to stay connected to that image to see if it goes any further basically you just get a flash of the ship and some weird string of code you're not entirely certain what that code is i want you both to give me a logic and navigation role I crit three sixes. Thirty. Both of you, you you see the the numbers and and equations and stuff flying around in the memory, and these are jump coordinates. But you both rolled high enough; they're incomplete. Like you can't use these to jump anywhere right now. But there's something about this vessel and incomplete jump coordinates. Whatever that means. What's missing on the jump coordinates? It's like half of it is missing. Like it's, it's one of those things. So the way jump coordinates work it should be an is, XYZ axis point and it goes yes, from one to the other. Yes. But until, unless the entire thing is complete, you really have no idea where it's even pointing to. So there's only like two planes of coordinates or something? Or? No, there'd be three because it's. Well, if uh, it's incomplete. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, in other words, you only have the X and the Y. That's great. But without the Z, it's meaningless as an example. So is that what we have like X and half of Y essentially? Something like that. So you have you have enough to know that it's jump coordinates, and for some reason that's 
the impression that you get when you're seeing this particular ship. You get another flash of deep, empty space and those tentacles and the the visual doesn't change, but an overwhelming sense of, of fear and Panic. dread. Panic. Panic is emanating occurs. from me on that one. Yeah. Just utter terror. And I can't explain why. Yeah. Like this is the, kind of like the reaction that you get when you're witnessing the impossible happening and you're in danger. And the sense of panic is so overwhelming, Flossie, that you are ejected out of Hental's mind. And Hental loudly barfs into one of the buckets that was placed at his knees. Thank you. Thank you, James. Thanks, thanks Thank a lot, you. James. Thank you. Thank you, James. Thanks for the Foley good, work good foley, there. Yeah, foley. great. Mm-hmm. My headphones, thank you. All of our listeners, too. Got to sell that realism. Hashtag method acting. Content warning. <laughs> James Suggested pyrotechnics. Hental is barfing loudly. Flossie, you are ejected from his mind. Flossie would fall back and sit on the floor and be breathing heavily. And everybody else in the room sees this. Nobody knows what the hell happened. So Gideon is making sure Hental Hental's okay. I'm in the fetal position on the floor right now at this rate. He's rubbing your back, but trying not to get any barf on him. I was, I got it in the bucket. It's all in there. Okay. Okay. And Mavis is going to him to kind of with hydration. Yeah. With hydration or anti-nausea. We'll make sure that Flossie is okay. Okay. All right. So how's Flossie feeling? Flossie's not really very coherent. She's just kind of rocking back and forth and breathing, breathing heavily. Um, She's not focusing on anything. It appears Flossie and Hental have had an unpleasant reaction to the probing. I'll pat down my my pockets real quick and anxiety meds? Anxiety meds? I need water right now. Gideon goes to your little wet bar and brings you a glass of water. Gulp it down. No, I don't need anxiety meds at the moment. Thank you, though. Okay, what what did what happened? What did I y'all see? Wish I could explain it better. I have no idea. It was fragmented and disjointed and filled with panic. And as soon as I get to like panic, I start puking in the bucket again. We'll forego the sound effects. You guys got it. Yeah. A bunch of people like like Mavis and Gideon like back away because they don't want, they're in the splash zone. Why would Mavis back away? She might rest. Yeah. Mm. Very acidic. Very caustic. It's a normal reaction because if she gets some on her, there's a chance she could spread whatever the hell you have. Mavis looks over at you, Zeke, and says at... Doctor, at this point, I recommend bed rest for them both so they might have time to recover and process the trauma they have just yeah, been through. Um, we'll leave uh, Hental and Gideon's care. Make sure he stays hydrated. You want to watch some Top Gun? Okay. I'll escort Flossie back to uh, her rooms. Mavis, why don't you go back and, and recharge and uh, start writing down. IV start- bags. <laughs> we could do that too. Okay. But can you start? Can you start the the charting on this one? Of course, doctor. Thank you. No. no. I need to stay near. I mean, like physically near? Because his bed has only got room for... I'll sleep in a chair. Are you sure? Is there anything from your room I can bring you then? Just a blanket. Okay. Gideon's like, we can all watch Top Gun. Mavis, we're setting up the IVs in here. I am standing right next to you, doctor. Oh, I thought you'd already 
I, I thought she'd already wandered off. Of course you did, doctor. She goes to get IVs. One of these days I'm going to reprogram Mavis to say doctor sarcastically. Yes, doctor. Whatever you say, doctor. Air quotes, you go like this twice. Artificial intelligences are incapable of sounding sarcastic. Mm, on their own. Wade does a pretty good job of it. I know you had something to do with that, Gideon. Eh, it makes him more fun to listen to. All right, so I guess we're all just going to sit in here and watch Top Gun. Eliza's like, I love Top Gun. Oh, boy. Top Gun. Hey, we're all going to watch Top Gun then. Okay. Which one, though? The only one that matters. The first one. Okay. It's that or Empire. Those are our choices. If you want to watch that one again, fine. I just, I don't know. I just, I, you know, that the you get a little excited at the volleyball scene. Who doesn't? I. I. Outliers. Statistical outliers. I'm going to lay down. Hit play. All right. So everyone's watching Top Gun. And imagine after that, I would probably rather quickly pass out. I'd like to point out your statistical outliers, 40% of the crew. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I guess Hental and Flossie drift off watching Top Gun. With IV hookups. Yeah, and I was like, just how short is Tom Cruise? Mm. Gotta stay away from the volleyball. Gotta stay away from the volleyball. (laughs) Playing with the... Okay, uh, so that happens. Uh, is Zeke going to be doing anything else while all of this is going on and they're getting some rest? Once they're rested and sleeping and mm-hmm. Flossie is tucked in with her li- cute little blanky blank. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I called will, a wubby. It's a lovey? Wubby. Wubby. Um, I'm going to go into the galley, make some coffee, and start the, you know, just the medical charting of what is going on. All right. So Eliza is still on the ship. So I guess she would, when people start falling asleep and Gideon and I was watching Top Gun, she would probably join you, Zeke. It's like, so what do you make of that? Um, I, well, we're going to have to figure out the other half of whatever it is was going on. Yeah. I mean, they um, couldn't even tell us what they saw. Right. I think once they've had a chance to relax and, and you know, process some of what's going on, we'll we'll be able to get a fairly full account from Flossie. Um, worst case scenario, she can always uh, psychically transmit her impressions of it to other crew members. And so maybe, you know. Well, I don't know how this whole psychic thing works. I don't even know. It doesn't, none of it sounds safe to me. It's, it's really not. I'm not, I'm not like a hundred percent with the, with the psychic. Well, it was like my, my crew ran afoul of, you know, some psychor with the, uh, the union space Corps. They're, they ain't pretty. Hmm. They're nothing to mess with. Yeah. I don't know that. I don't know. They, that, not only can they turn you inside out with their brains, but they'll make you like it there are times i'm worried that flossie is going to graduate towards that if if she can't already do it i haven't seen her do it yet and she's very proud of her psychic abilities yeah, and this is why i mean that's just why i don't i mean flossie's okay and all but i just don't trust psychics it it, it might be best for you to head back to the unspeakable moose and just quietly take off 
for a little bit. I mean, stay in contact, of course, but right. maybe we should all go our, our separate ways for, for a touch. That's true. It'll be harder to track. Um, now that we know what we're watching out for, keep, you know, keep clear of Unidor around with Ezzy about. Well, that shouldn't be that hard. All right. All right. Well, when Hensel wakes up, tell him I had to go. I'll, I'll, you know, say something. <laughs> and she goes to leave the ship. And when she steps off, you hear blaster fire. Well, shit. And you hear Eliza's screaming. She's like, oh, damn. And she comes running back on the ship and she's shouting, Unidor, Unidor. Fuck. Gideon. Gideon, take off. Now. He, he gets on the intercom. It's like, did you call Unidor, me? take off now. What? But, uh, uh, Go. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> and the, the ship start. You hear the ship start to start to warm up. And Eliza's like, well, "How do they find us?" I have no idea. Uh, so the ship starts spooling up. The uh, well, the cargo ramp starts lifting, but you get a couple of boarders, uh-huh. right? And Gideon is in the helm. Right now, you, Eliza just ran, ran past you. So she's probably where, right around where you are at. Flossie's unconscious. Wade? Yes, Dr. Ezekiel. I don't care what it takes. Kill anybody who's not us. Okay. All right. We're leaving and there are borders. I already knew that. Okay. Start, start killing them. You might want to hold your breath. (gasps) And the oxygen gets pumped out of the ship. Apologies, but I've forgotten how long organics are able to hold the breath. A few minutes. Well, then this plan won't work. And then the oxygen comes back on. Wouldn't he be running towards like a respirator at that rate or something? Yeah. Yeah. A few of them for my unconscious patients. Wade is going to allow you to grab the respirators as he distracts the boarders and the ship gets up and shoots out of the space station hastily. Some time passes. Uh, Hental and Flossie, you both start to, to wake up. <laughs> respirators, IVs. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> you're, you got IVs hooked up to you, and you're wearing respirators. Zeke, what is all this? Well, I didn't think we needed oxygen, but okay. Uh, I'll never turn it down. So, <laughs> give me all the oxygen you get. Feels lovely. Mouth, eyes, ears, I am the king of breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I stole that from a Patton Oswalt bit. <laughs> About when the when the oxygen masks come down on a airplane. <laughs> ah, okay. So uh, we had some unexpected. Uh, I'm going to call them uniborders. Unibord. God damn it! I hate your portmanteaus. They're sometimes good though. So Z, what what did you do with the bodies? Uh, we spaced them. That was the right answer. Good job. Did you also space the body of the scientist, or are you still holding on to him? Uh, yeah, why not? We were, we were in a spacing bodies mood. So we, yes, we spaced the body of the sp- scientist. Oh. Also you a good said answer. Spientist. I did almost say uh, spientist. Tomato, so, tomato. So after a few hours, you spaced the bodies, got rid of the evidence, and then they and woke wild up. jumped. Oh, great. Wild jumped. What? <laughs> Roll 2d6. God damn it. Why <laughs> did you fucker. have to say that? <laughs> Nine. Hey! What core, where... What destination did you punch in? Uh, well, I was trying. T- we 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 should probably still head towards Afrivas because we have these Fentac, mm-hmm. and so I was trying to get towards there. 
So with a nine, how far off did we wind So with a nine, what happens is, first of all, you all need to decide, do you encounter an uncharted world? Do you encounter a space anomaly? Do you encounter something that has scientific interest or something that is very valuable? James hasn't gotten to decide on these for a little bit. Something of scientific interest. That sounds intriguing. So something of scientific interest. Uh, Like a binary pulsar. Binary pulsar. Okay. So, okay. That's very scientifically interesting. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's pretty to look at, too. It is. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where we space the bodies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes! Perfect. Launch them into the pulsar. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I love it. Have fun, assholes. Take this, <laughs> uniborders. <laughs> and dead scientists. Well, they're all unidors, so yeah, I guess they're. You do that, everyone wakes up, figures out what happened. Uh, Gideon is still in the helm. And the it's lucky that you guys were unconscious and getting IV fluids during a wild jump, because like the worst of it, you weren't even conscious for. Nice. But it takes a little bit for the rest of us to, uh, our stomachs to settle. I just figured that encountering Unidor, Wild Jump was the protocol. Sure. Gideon uh, comes back to, I guess, all of y'all are in the same place. Everyone's in Hensel's room. Sure. All right. So Gideon go, walks in there and is like, Zeke, are there any like long lasting effects from having one too many wild jumps in a row? You know, I've been, I've been working on a paper. But uh, so far, my control group is real small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. Okay, I can't feel my left nostril. That'll come back. And he puts his hand up to his face. Oh wait, no, now I can. Okay. Anyway, I think I'm going to go take a nap. That sounds like a good and plan. He falls over and lands on his face. Smoke if you got him. We're just. Can we just load him into your? Yeah, yeah. bring him up here. Right. Here, here you go. Free snuggles. I'm gonna pull the IV out and start putting it into his arm. Jesus Christ! Change lines. Sorry. We've shared every other bodily fluid at some oh, point. Oh God. <laughs> maybe some bodily fluid. Maybe I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, Eliza's there too. So you know that. So you got told that there was a wild jump. You're in space. Eliza's still there. And yeah, so she's like, well, um, I'm going to go figure out where we are. Okay. Welcome aboard, new shipmate. Why why do we always pick up extra pilots? I don't need a demotion. I'm going to go find my ship. And she walks out and Gideon sits bolt upright and looks over at you, Zeke. He's like, how do they find us? Um, and then he flops back down unconscious. You know what would have been a good idea? Autopsying the scientist. Well, he's he's in a pulsar. Yeah, so we can't recover his body. I'm betting though. Um, we're going to go. He- we're going to go uh, to helm to stern on the irritated badger and look for tracking devices and things that and other things that don't belong. All right, give me a. Hmm, let's see. This is going to be your noticing stuff. So intuition and engineering. And anybody else who wants to help and also has the engineering skills should 35. You look around, you're you're looking for what exactly? Any kind of uh physical tracking device. Okay, like a tracker. No, you find none. Okay, then I'm going to have to wait till uh Gideon wakes up so so that he can start looking for a tracking software in our computer mainframe. Hey Wade. Yes. Do you are you tracking any signals leaving this ship? 
at all whatsoever. Of course, there are always signals leaving the ship. What are those as outside of the ordinary signals that we normally project during transit? There are no signals I mark as unusual or out of the ordinary leaving the irritated badger. So everything that's coming out of us currently would have been there eight months ago. Yes. Out of us. Okay. We also receive a constant stream of informational signals. Any of those stand out, like potentially from the Unidor? I am not detecting any Unidor signals being broadcast by or received by the ship at this moment. Anything from like weird religious sects or churches? Well, yes, of course. Okay. What about Union Space Corps? Nothing that would allow the ship to be tracked by the Union Space Corps. How about tracked by anybody? Is, are there any signals that are transmitting our location to anyone else? Well, yes, of course. To whom? To the Megatri Corporation, of course. This is a Megatri vessel, after all. And that's the only? Other than astro-navigation, positional data, astrological positioning of space debris and other information that aids in keeping us spaceworthy. Why is everybody looking you at You have me? a log of... Uh... The final destination of those uh, Megatri transmissions? I am sure I do somewhere. Do me a favor and start digging that up. I could try, but be warned that this ship is not very good about file storage structures, so I have to hunt through many millions of file folders. For example, there's this one folder that is labeled, definitely not porn, that I am very hesitant to go through. You don't have to worry about the definitely not porn. There is another file labeled, this definitely is porn. Should I worry about that one? That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> You're to see some shit and it'll scar you, but probably literally. You're welcome to it. It's fine. I will take your word for it. Fair. Figured I'd share. Why is there a file labeled "This might be porn, but I'm not telling you"? Flossie. No. Gideon. Denial, just like the file name. No. Just saying. I... No. There's a lot is... of overlap. A lot of overlap. I think all of you need professional help. Well, no shit, Wade. I'll be back. I'll be back. Gideon bolts upright again. Does anybody want French toast? I want French toast. Sure. That sounds you, you really okay, good. Boo? Yeah, I'm going to go to the galley. I need some French toast. You good? Does he pass out yeah. again? No, he doesn't pass out. He gets up and starts walking towards the uh, galley, dragging the IV bag behind him. I'll pick up the IV bag and like... <laughs> no, no, no. I think it'd be funnier if like the... the uh, the door to Hintal's room slides shut and the bag is stuck and it just stops. It hits the hits the door and then it just goes up. And then, ow! No. <laughs> no, just no. not even acknowledging it. And then it slop, flops back down to the ground. Any of y'all doing anything in the present moment? Uh, I guess we're going to have to set up quarters for Eliza for a little bit. Possibly. Yeah, she's she's locker. still yeah she's still in the nav area figuring out where you guys are. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out a nicer way to to introduce her here. You get to you get to sleep in the meat locker. <laughs> you have to move the meat. I want to stagger down to nav and see how, what kind of progress she's making. Right. So as after a little time passes and you start going down to nav. So in order to go to get to from your, the quarters, in order to get from the crew quarters to the nav area, you have to pass through the galley or at least near it. And as you get near the galley, you see Gideon has made like, looks like 12 loaves of bread's worth of French toast. He's just going to town. Hey, hey, boo. Yeah. You want some French toast? Yes, but I don't think we're feeding an army. So we don't need an army's worth of French toast. He looks at the giant pile that's covering up the table. as like, oh crap. You think I need to make more? No, far, far less. Oh, you could supply a small colony with this amount of French toast. There are six of us on this ship. Five of us on this ship. 
we threw up, killed somebody, threw them off. It was great. There are five <laughs> of us on this ship. We do not need 237,000 slices of French toast. You want some French toast? Yes. He makes you a big plate of French toast. Do you have any syrup by chance? Yes. Perfect. Powdered sugar? Uh, or spouted ooh. sugar? Ooh. I, ooh, I have reconstituted sugar. Reconstituted sugar? In a pinch, it'll work. What was it dried with? <laughs> you don't want to know. It's like asking what's inside a hot dog, man. Just don't do it. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't want to see where the sausage is made, man. You don't want to see where the sugar's constituted. This is ultra dry sugar and you added a milliliter of water to it. Now it's powdered sugar again. <laughs> Why the hell not? So Gideon gives you a big old plate of French toast. He said, Wait, where are you going? Nav. Okay. Why? Wait, Eliza's there, huh? Yeah. Bring her a plate. Okay. So he like gives you like another big old plate of French toast. Here's what I need you to do. Yeah. Oh, I got to see who else needs French toast. Stop cooking all the bread. Oh. Just take the bread that you've already cooked now and serve it as the plates of French. You're, you're good. Good idea. We don't need to waste any more bread. Good idea. Do we have any? I'll come wandering in. Do we have any spacon? We have French toast. Do we have spacon to make French toast spacon sandwiches? I've made them all. I'm leaving. We have some leftover bacon. That's fine. Okay. Good. You I'm, want some French toast? Yeah, I'm going to make a sandwich with it. Okay. Of bacon. You can make a lot of sandwiches. Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to go check and see if Flossie wants some French toast. I bet she Hold does. On. You should, I'll be you right should back. just take the French toast to her. Don't ask. You're right. That's right. Bring so he, syrup. She he, likes maple. He fills a messenger bag full of French toast and starts going to Hental's quarters. Don't forget the syrup. Already in there. Oh, God. I don't know whose bag this is. Well, we're all glad that Flossie likes sticky messes. Hey. Womp, it's like womp. prom all over again. My poor Flossie. Flossie speaking of Flossie, you're you're getting your wits about you. You're pulling the IV out of your no. arm. And no, you're just no. you're staying there. <laughs> no. no. She is wrapped up in her blanket. She has found a place in Hental's room to hide. There's a wooden desk in the corner. She's it's, under the desk. So Gideon comes walking into Hental's quarters. He's got a messenger bag at his side, and it smells like maple syrup. And eggs and bread. Right. Well, if this is artificial stuff, then technically it smells like fenugreek, but, you know, whatever. Gideon comes walking into Hental's room, and he's like, Flossie, you want some French toast? <laughs> so you shriek, and then here he comes, and he just drops this big old bag with a wet splat. Just lands in front of you. He's like... I made I made you some French toast. You probably need some. Doing? I'm making you French toast. All right, bye. And then he leaves and goes off. What? I'm gonna go make omelets now. I'll be right back. No, Gideon single-handedly burning through our food stores in the morning. Brain tickle, Hentol. What? Why did Gideon throw food at me? I don't know. He's throwing food at everyone. You should go see the kitchen. It's a shit no. show. It's a goddamn. No. He's gone through like a month's worth of bread in a morning. <laughs> no lasting effects. <laughs> it's pretty good though. It's tasty. You get to Nav, and Eliza's in there, and there's the the holograph, the holograms, and the all that stuff is going on. You see star charts, and she's typing some stuff in on the console, and she sees you come in. She's like, "Hey, so I know where we are." Where are we? We're in soul space. Soul, like soul, like Earth soul? Yeah. Earth, Mars, Mercury, Venus, all that? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the greater area right. around it. But the, at least the, the quadrant that it's in? Yeah. That's <laughs> super awkward. 
Yeah, we're close to Earth in Union space. More awkward. Hey, you want some French toast? Gideon made way too much. That is a lot of French toast. I know. I know. He, yeah. Anyways. I mean, I'll have a little bit. Yeah. She starts eating some. Oh, this is pretty good French toast. Oh, it does a good job. Yeah. Ooh, is this this reconstituted powdered sugar? It is. (laughs) Oh, nice. It is. One drop of water, one pound of powdered sugar. Y'all have any hot sauce? What kind of deep fried Southern nonsense is hot sauce on French toast? You monster. How dare you? You're not there. You're not there. I think this is out of character. I can imagine condemning you in right now. Would you put hot sauce on French toast, you deep fried Southern fucker? (laughs) Don't kink shame. You know, if you mix the hot sauce with the maple syrup, it might not be too bad. No, it's not. It's totally not. I'm rendering no judgment at this point. <laughs> it's good on pineapple, too. What? That sounds really Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Southerners agree. <laughs> oh, the Southerners are right about hot sauce. Damn right. We just have a lot of hot sauce experience. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> So Eliza's, Eliza says, oh, okay, so that's where we are. She actually shows up. One of the quadrants lights up. We're actually kind of at the edge of explored space a bit. We're a bit out of. Do you have any hot sauce? Might be the most offensive thing I've ever heard you say. Are you still on that? I can't really blame him. (laughs) Again, not judging. Just it was a really confusing question. It could be a feeling thing. Who knows? I've never seen a cat. Never seen a cat eat fucking hot sauce. You need to call this episode, episode 99. Do you have any hot sauce? <laughs> All right, and so the quadrant that lights up is where that binary pulsar is. We're actually not that far out from civilized space. Interesting. Okay, that's kind of good to know. Where's your ship at? Uh, another area of the, the map zooms out and then another area lights up. It's like, th- she's still on star fries. Do we need to get a message to them to get your ship out of there? And- no, I could do that. Okay. I mean, I'll just head over to comms and do it. Okay. All right. We're just going to, we're just going to like float here and then. Yeah. We got a few things to figure out before we make our next move. Okay. So. This yeah. is some really baller French toast. He did a good job. Yeah. He always does. Okay. And Breakfast is kind of his thing. Yeah, her nose wrinkles a little bit. It's like. Do I smell omelets? Oh, God, no. God, no. <laughs> she hands you the plate of the other plate of French toast, and she goes over to the galley. Holding two plates. Uh, fuck it. Back to the galley. But it puts the plates down to go check on Flossie. Gideon has made a 24-egg omelet. <laughs> he hasn't made omelets. It's just one omelet. Big enough to feed a platoon. He has, like, cookie sheets on top of the stove to help, like, fry the eggs and flip it. Hey, guys, I find so- I found something to do with that ostrich we hit. What? <laughs> Question one. <laughs> yeah, that just raises more questions than it answers. Yeah, no, that's... So you go, there's a lot there to unpack. Yeah. You go into your room to check on Flossie. Are you still holding the French No, toast? I put those in the galley. I'm away, because I have to go through the galley, you said, to get... So I'll just put them down the table. Wall, Gideon, I'll make sure he's watching the eggs and flipping this <laughs> omelet thing and then put them down and snag a cup of coffee. And when, go. As when you put it down, he grabs a plate of French toast and like puts it in the omelet and starts, you know, <laughs> folding it over. He's like, yes. Gideon, don't forget, you need cheese. Oh, you're right. I do. Get the protein nozzle, get some I cheese on do. there. We need to find the hot sauce. You're the second person to ask about hot sauce this morning. I know. This ship, I I can't find the hot sauce. Are we out of hot sauce? Maybe. 
Maybe. We need to stop by the next time. The next time we're docked somewhere in civilized space, we need hot sauce. Hey, serendipity. We're near old Louisiana. <laughs> old New Orleans. It's been rebranded into Pat O'Brien's. <laughs> Anybody from New Orleans knows that's a horrible, horrible thing. Anyway. <clears throat> the eventual flooding that caused it to move way north. <laughs> New Orleans is now in Kansas. You walk into your quarters. Uh, Flossie, what are you doing? Are you still under the desk looking at a bag full of French toast? Uh, No, Flossie is not there. Um, The IV is there and the blanket and the French toast are all there, but Flossie is not. Did you touch the French toast? Nope. Okay. She left the blanket behind. She's wasting French toast. You guys are going to be eating French toast every meal for the next week. Flossie, did you go into your little hidey hole thing? Gay, nay, maybe say. Do you want the Flossie finding stick? Put your penis away. Oh! Lines were crossed. Decisions were the made. the finding stick, not the dousing rod. <laughs> dousing or dousing? Those are two different words. <laughs> End result's the same. I'm just saying. <laughs> a PR? Like a goat? What the fuck? Well, so not cool. cool. I'll call this the drenching rod. Oh, whoa. End result's the same. Either way, somebody's getting wet. So, <laughs> going back to the kitchen. I'm going to leave the cup of coffee on the desk and, like, strategically position it so that it's wafting up into the vents. Hental leaves, and what happens to that cup of coffee? It gets retrieved, like a little panel next to the desk opens. <laughs> the panel closes. Like a hidden panel? Yeah. <laughs> just, the, just, <laughs> whip, open, close. <laughs> okay. She's part trapdoor spider. Is this a good place to end it? Sure. All right. Well, no, end let's it there. keep going. This is great. There's <laughs> more French toast. <laughs> we didn't even talk about new New Amsterdam. <laughs> New New York. New 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 York. There's also still just one New Jersey though, because nobody wanted any more. No, it's just Jersey now. New old New Jersey. No, 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 no. There's actually colonies named definitely not New Jersey. Absolutely nothing related to New Jersey. What happened to the old? It's like yeah, when Newport got destroyed. It's like what Newport got destroyed? Yeah, why do you think it's called New Newport? Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. For information on how to connect to our Patreon, Twitter, and Instagram, please go to chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. We are a proud part of the Nerdsmith Network. Find more information about lots of other nerdy entertainment at nerdsmith.com. Our show is sponsored by World Anvil and Die Hard Dice. Use our Die Hard Dice discount by typing console as your checkout code and receive 15% off your next order. Thank you once again and join us again for more chaos.